Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes. Uh, sorry about that, Jacob. Hit record after that involuntary cough. But anyway, maybe because I have COVID, so I haven't gotten my vaccine. Or maybe maybe I got it from Aaron Rodgers. But whatever. What's up, everybody? I got my vaccine from from some shady guy behind a Walgreens. I don't think they call those vaccines. <laughs> That's why my arm really, really hurts. <clears throat> anyway, okay. Um, so here's the deal, folks. Jacob and I have been going on this whole thing about COVID and mandates, whether it's vaccine mandates or mask mandates, and how I have come to the conclusion over the last several months that if you were not willing to stand up to a mask mandate and say no, then why would you ever stand up and say no to a vaccine mandate? Makes sense. That mask mandates are the easiest thing to say no to. Easiest in the world, right? I remember I used to work at a place where they required those stupid things to be put on the the front of your face, and I made a huge stink about it, and it was easy, right? But now this is a much different scenario. This is a much different situation. Because all of you who had said, well, I can't stand up against a mask mandate because whatever reasons. Well, here's here's the big enchilada now hanging over your head. The vaccine mandate. It's no longer if and or when. It's here. Um, there's no getting around this. This is the fight now. Right? We, we, all options are we, – we, we are in the fight of uh, the decade here. Right, We are Kyle Rittenhouse right now on trial. We have exhausted all other options. All other options, right? The infighting between Republicans and conservatives and libertarians and the the LP, all of it's got to stop. All of it's got to stop. This is the fight now, right? Biden is now handing down through OSHA a vaccine mandate that if you work for a company of 100 or more, it's soon to be less than 100, you're going to be forced to get the jab or lose your job. Or you will be forced to get to go through weekly testing and you will have to wear a mask at your place of business. Sorry, folks. It's over now. All right. I don't care what happened before. This is the fight. Right. I will I will align myself with Ben Shapiro. Or I will align myself with the with the um, oh, what's his name? Not the Waco killer, but um, oh, what's the it? Waco killer? No, what are you talking um, about? The uh, the guy, the what, what, what Trump called Ted Cruz, the Zodiac killer. The Zodiac killer. I will the align Zodiac myself killer. with the Zodiac killer. I will align myself with whoever, who, with whomever else is against this. This is the fight now. Nothing else matters right now. This is the fight. It is blatantly unconstitutional, and they know this. They they know this for sure. They have no right to do this they have no power to do this so anytime any republican i don't care from where i don't care how i don't care if you get a parachute in like nancy pelosi said i don't care this is not going to happen you we must stop this because it ain't because it ain't gonna stop because they're not stopping here i can guarantee you that so what's going on biden through osha is now mandating that everyone on the job not just federal employees this is the private sector now you must Get the va- you must get the vaccine or lose your job. And if you don't, it's $14,000 fine. And there's no limitations on how many times they can fine you. They're going to put you out of business if you don't comply. They're going to go after your business if you don't comply. They're going to go after you. So I, I, don't, I don't care if you didn't like Trump, if you liked Trump. I don't care if you, you know, get, were offended by Gary Johnson sticking his tongue out. I don't care. 
this is the fight now. Um, and I, it, this, this to me should be so easy. This should not be hard. I, I, I cringe whenever I see folks from the Reason magazine taking selfies or showing pictures of their kid getting the vaccine. It's like, you know what, that's fine if you want to do that, but we got much bigger problems here. If you want to get the vaccine, fine. If you don't, fine. But you have no right to force it on anyone else. I don't care about your little vanity pictures that you take a look at. I'm doing my, I'm doing my part, right? Jacob just showed me some cancer before we started. A absolute visual cancer. V visual cancer. Uh, my my, I, I'm gonna need chemo for my eyes now. Just hold the machine up to your eyes. Ah! Yeah, that's what I'm gonna need. Of <laughs> of Sesame Street and the wannabe Muppets, uh, getting they're talking about how it's important to get the vaccine. No, the Muppets got the vaccine. Like the one little bilingual uh, green one. I don't know. I don't watch that. I don't watch the show. But the little the the one was like my uh, mom and dad went and got the vaccine with me today. And he, she had like a Band-Aid on her arm or whatever. I, you know, I'm not sure when the FDA approved this for, for talking puppets. And then you had freaking the official Big Bird account on Twitter tweeted out saying, uh, crap, where's it? Here's it. Um, I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give me the extra protection, extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. And then the president, the official POTUS account, says, Good on ya, Big Bird. Getting the vaccine is the best way to keep the whole neighborhood safe. Visual, absolute propaganda cancer. I'm just like, what? The, 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 doc, the CNN doctor, Gupta, the one that Joe Rogan just slapped across the face in his recent uh, time on the, JR, the JRE, whatever it is, um, about the, the the vaccine nonsense and ivermectin and whatever it was on there it's saying this spouting this non absolute nonsense about this <laughs> okay you got you got to turn that off i can't see that <laughs> what is that big bird on the thanksgiving table yeah they were like they're like well i guess she's not gonna last that much longer oh, is God. big bird a man or a, a lady it doesn't it, it doesn't matter you're derailing the conversation anyway um yeah so the time has come to put everything else aside. This is the issue, right? This is why I have. This is why I think. Um, what's his face down in Florida? Um, DeSantis. The, the Trump Trump two This is why he needs to stay governor of Florida, right? Fighting this is a number one issue right now, right? COVID and the the insanity around it, the 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 everything that they have been pushing for the last year and a half. It's got to be stopped now. I love what Ted Cruz is doing, basically saying if, if, if there's a, uh, a state that wants to push the vaccine mandate on its citizens, that he is going to – the bill he introduced will strip funding for that state, federal funding. That's brilliant. The, the state of appeals that uh, said that, you know, we're in Texas, gonna, right? And I forget. I don't know if it was Texas. It was Texas because the attorney general and the appeals court – the federal appeals court in Texas struck it down. Um, they basically have to put it on hold and, until they can look into it further because upon first glance, they had a lot of problems with it. Yeah. And then you have what Georgia, Florida are suing. Mm -hmm. Alabama, I Alabama is also doing I it think. too. So um, this is where I think that, you know, the purists, the people who think Ron Paul was, you know, pure enough or whatever. This is where you just got to get over yourself. 
Um, I, I really don't care what your little pet peeve issue is. Like, I'm looking at you, Archie Flowers. I don't care if you think Dave Smith is a racist or whatever. You got to put that to the side for a second here because they're not going to stop with just here, right? It's not just for companies with 100 or more employees. They're coming after companies that are smaller than that. The Surgeon General was on uh, some was on CNN, I think CNN or Meet the Meet the Depressed or whatever, and they were asking about what about companies that are smaller than 100 employees. He's like, well, you know, all options are on the table. They're coming after you now. If you want the vaccine, you're not fine, whatever. But again, the forcible application of it is not okay. This is not okay, right? And I was listening to Robbie, Robbie Bernstein, Robbie the Fire, uh, COVID the Jesus. Fire. Um, he was talking about how, given everything that we've seen from this latest climate whatever summit or uh, global whatever thing, um, <clears throat> is that they're shifting away from COVID, right? Maybe this vaccine mandate, they know it won't work. Who knows? But they're shifting. They're going to the environment, the climate change, whatever. A lot of people had said that the lockdowns and everything were just kind of a precursor because they want to shut the world down because, you know, we're all going to die in 12 years or whatever. They're, they're saying, some people are saying that, this, that the COVID regime, the, the lockdowns and whatnot, were a precursor to what they want to do with the climate stuff. And basically saying, well, you can't eat red meat. You got to get rid of your gas guzzling SUV, although I think Ford should bring back the excursion. Um, you know, all of those things, right? Is that the, what they eventually want to do is more lockdowns because of the, of the climate. Because even though they did point out that during the height of the lockdowns, they said carbon emissions are down. Well, no crap, because people aren't driving everywhere. That's where this is eventually going to go, I think. But it's got to stop here, right? It's got to stop here. And I, 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 just, I, just, I just so wish, I so wish that these corporations who know that they know that this is wrong, who stand by their employees saying, you know, we're not going to, we're going to support your decision, which, whatever you want to do. Why can't you just say we're not complying? Can't you just say no? I really don't, you know, certain companies that have had gotten crap in the past for things that they've said or whatever, you know what, what else you got to lose? Nothing. You have nothing to lose. Because I can guarantee you, any company or sporting organization or whatever that says no, everyone that voted for Trump more than likely will do business with you, right? I hate football. I hate football with a passion that, that likes what you have never seen, Right. This is true. I can attest to it. But I also am growing to like Aaron Rodgers. Not because he played on the, the match with Phil Mickelson and all those guys, but the fact that he is basically saying no to, the, to forcibly getting the vaccine, he's calling out the woke mob, sounds a little base to me. But the fact he's saying, you know what, my body, my choice, I support that. And all the idiots... Uh, who were commenting about how the, the the Bradshaws? Screw Terry Bradshaw, honestly. Come on, who was l lamenting the fact that he lied to everyone? Screw you, Terry Bradshaw, and screw Kareem Aljabar, who said that he's you know he's discrediting professional athletes. Two words for you, Colin Kaepernick. That's all I'm gonna say on that. <laughs> but I have no respect for any of these people anymore. Any respect that I have because they are pro athletes. If all you do is fall in line with the current narrative, if that's all you're going to do, then what good are you? You're not going against the – you're not rebels in any way. You're just repeating the talking points because that's what you're told to do. 
That's nothing about that is heroic. You know what it is heroic? Going against the tide and saying, you know what? My body, my choice, my freedom over everything else. That's what Aaron Rodgers is doing, and I, I support Aaron Rodgers 100%. Did he lie to everybody? I don't think so. Whatever. But the fact that he's willing to say no, we should all support that. Everyone across the so-called liberty movement, Republicans, conservatives, people who hate football like me, if I could support that, then you should too. And everyone who, I don't care what side you're on, but if you're not against the mandates, then what good are you? If you're not willing to side with Ted Cruz or Ben Shapiro on this one thing, what good are you? If the Daily Wire is willing to stick their neck out and try to sue the the, the so-called Biden administration because we all know who's really in charge, no one. If they're willing to do that and you don't support it, what good are you? Nothing else really matters to me right now, really at all, when it comes to this kind of thing. Right? The people who say, well, it's just a mask. Well, no, it's not just a mask. It's got, it really has nothing to do with the mask per se. It's everything that's coming behind it. It's the social, uh, the social, the way that people are, view their fellow neighbor as an enemy. The way that they have divided everyone on this one stupid issue of the mask. It never was about safety or keeping others safe or keeping yourself safe. It, wasn't, it was never about the science. Because if you have ever looked into it, we all know that masks really don't work unless you wear an N95 or KN95 that's well fitted and that you don't touch regularly. Then those tend to work more often than not. But if you're wearing a cloth mask, you're touching it, you're moving around, it doesn't work. We, we, that's, that, is, that is without a doubt true. But the problem was it never was about that. It was about you're an other. And if you're an other, you're dangerous. So all the, the, all the, the zombies who just watch the TV news and say, oh, well, he's, a, you know, he's another attack, that's what they've done. How many friendships, how many families, how many homes have been destroyed over this stupid nonsense? And we've let it happen because, well, you can't question the science. Well, you don't want to rock the boat. Oh, well, there, there, are, there are bigger issues right now. Really? What's bigger than a vaccine mandate? If you don't get the jab, you lose your job. What's bigger than that right now? You know what's funny? The reason why that they're delaying this until after the new year is because they know without a doubt that if they tried to do it today, the holidays would be, would be destroyed. No one would be able to get anything for Christmas or for Thanksgiving or New Year's or whatever. They know that the moment they do this, there's going to be mass firings, mass walk-offs the job because they know people are not going to comply with this. I think it's like 80% of, there's like an 80% trucker shortage or something like that. And there's another large majority who are like, who are about to walk off the job. Now, why you would need to vaccinate a trucker who sits alone by himself all day, that, that you've got me. But if you don't have trucks, you don't have an economy. Because if stuff can't get to from point A to point B, guess what? You run out of stuff. When you don't have airline pilots, you don't have flight attendants, guess what? Planes don't go in the air. Or if you don't have air, air traffic controllers. Or what happens when the auto workers decide, you know what? I'm not putting up with this nonsense. You don't have new cars. It doesn't really matter with the, with the chip shortage. You can't assemble the cars. You don't have cars. 
What happens when the nurses and the, do- and the doctors say, well, I've, been, I've dealt with this for a year and a half now. I have natural immunity. Or I have already gotten the vaccine. But like we're seeing with the NBA, who are saying, if you don't get a booster, you're not considered vaccinated. If they start doing that crap, the doctors and nurses say no, and they walk off the job. Guess what? The vaccinated people that have a breakthrough case don't get treated. What happens then? So they know that when they, if and when they really try to do this, it's going to have massive, massive repercussions. The likes of which I've never been seen. So, I, this is my... I, I am ringing the bell here. I don't know if you can see me ringing, ding, the, ding, ringing ding. the bell. You know, bring out your dead, whatever, from my, you know... Bring out your dead! Um, that nothing else really matters right now. You know, the foreign policy stuff, yes, that's important. The uh, the social policies, yes, those are important. Yes, I, w- I would love to debate people on, you know, uh, free trade versus fair trade or this policy versus that policy or, you know, that candidate versus this candidate. But if you're not willing to say no to the vaccine mandate, you are no good. All the people that were just, you know, elected into office last week, if they're not against the vaccine mandate, then you are no good. If someone is running for your, I don't care if it's for local dog catcher, if they're not anti-vaccine mandate, you're they're no good. Because this is the most important issue right now. There's no getting around it. You, We can... <laughs> We can try to explain it away, put it out of our minds, but it's happening, right? You know, there's no other way around this. All the people who say, well, you got to leave the country or do this or that, for for the vast majority of people, that's not possible. That's not a legitimate option. The legitimate option right now is siding with the people who say they're going to fight this. So if that's DeSantis, if that's the moron Kemp, or if that's whomever— you got to support that. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to jump in here now. Um, the, I'm reminded there's this great meme template that goes around where it's like all of these knights and like kings and they all have their swords down on like this table, this, this battle. And they're, knight like, of the Rounds table. Yeah, Knights, knights, of, the yeah, knights, knights of the Rounds table and they're all their, knight, all their swords on the, on the table and then usually people will put in you know, like cons- just all all different kinds of groups against one issue, and I think this is where this this is the moment where where we have that knights and round table moment, where you can have um you can have anarchists, you can have libertarians, you can have conservatives, you can have minarchists, you can have um, boomer cons, who if they're all agreeing on this one issue, we can find unity on this one issue. Uh, I think it is self-defeating for some people, like you said, <clears throat> who, like, I'm not the biggest fan of DeSantis as far as a politician goes. He's done a lot of really, he's done a lot of bad things that um, that don't get mentioned just because of the fact that he's so good on, on, on a lot of issues. But if I have to lock arms with Ron DeSantis against that, I'll be right there. Um, that, that's a no-brainer for me. If Brian Kemp is going to actually take a stand and fight against this thing, I'll be right there with him, and I'll be cheering him on the whole way. That doesn't negate, just because I, I 
I champion someone on for this one issue does not mean that I accept or I promote the other. Retweets are not endorsements. Yeah, exactly. Retweets are not are not endorsements. I, I, I this is a foreign. I, this concept is so lost, and there's there's no more nuance anymore with this. Now, I, what I will say is that these lawsuits are very very good, and I think that they're a step in the right direction. However, if these governors do lose, and the mandate is pushed through, which I, if I'm, I'm, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting that they're going to lose just based on how uh, the Supreme Court and how some of these courts are nowadays and how corrupt and, and the fact that the fact that they're even entertaining the idea of over or, or enforcing this to me is, is a sign that the courts are completely gone. But let's just say that I'm right and that they don't um, overturn and they hold up. What are you going to do now? Are you going to just bend over and take it, or are you going to fight fight back against this? And yes, I'm referring to secession. Now, I, I think this is a – there's many other <laughs> valid reasons to secede from the union. There's a myriad. But this is a completely valid reason to do it. If you were to say, hey, we're going to secede over the fact that you're going to have um, irregular – Every six months, booster shot for this thing, which is which is coming mm-hmm. for every single working man, man and man and and um, woman, man, woman and child. If they want to go work, um, I think it's a completely valid reason. I I have no issue that, which is what I'm going to challenge some of these governors coming up because these losses will, will, will take time, and midterms are next year for a lot of these governors. So are they going to put up or shut up, or are we going to? So we got to go toe to toe. I mean, the look. There's a worst case scenario that I know that uh, DeSantis said. Whenever he was trying to strike down some, I forget what it was. It happened earlier this year. He was doing something with the federal government, and they were trying to uh, maybe maybe it was a mask mandate or something. He was trying to fight back against. Um, and he said that if push comes to shove, I'll line the border of Florida with the National Guard. And you're not allowed. If you're a federal agent, you're 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 not welcome in the state of Florida anymore. If that's if that's what it takes, you know, um, you're gonna have a, a blockade. And if you're a Fed, you're not welcome in the state of Florida. Yeah, I think that thing we are long past due for an independence revolution in some of these states, and I think this might be the moment. And looking at the midterm elections, um, yes, this was a a rejection of the. Uh, policies that came to public education in these states, but it was also the COVID regimes and these lockdowns and these mandates and the fact that people are finally beginning to wake up that they were sold a bad bill of goods and the fact that um, you're, you're now having people go out and get boosters and they were told, well, it was just 14 days. Well, it was just wear a mask. Well, it was just wait till the vaccine comes out. Well, we got it and now you got to go get a booster shot for it. So I think that people are like, we're done. I'm so, everyone is so fatigued and so done. And whenever I go and I see like the the video of um, Fauci, whenever he was saying that, you know, you probably shouldn't have Christmas or Thanksgiving unless you've been Screw vaccinated. Off. Well, it, it, it not only it's not that it's just that who uh, what person is sitting there and it was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we shouldn't have Christmas or Thanksgiving this year. TV doctor said so. Well, what what person is sitting there in this this year, last year maybe, but this year who's sitting there and was like, you know what, maybe he's got a point. 
No, everyone's done. No one is listening. Who are, who are these people think that they're talking to? Have you been to Georgia? Have you been to Florida? Nobody freaking cares anymore. Maybe certain companies might care if you walk in with a, a mask or not. But I'm telling you right now, so I used to carry one in my car when I went out just in case. I don't anymore. No. And if they require it, I just walk in. And literally, either half of the employees aren't wearing one or they're not wearing it properly or no one's wearing it at all. Everyone's done. I understand this is different. And there's places like um, L.A. and New York that are a little bit different. But as far as rural parts of Georgia and even parts of Florida, we went to Kennedy Space Center um, over the Tom Woods event. And you didn't even wear one. And I wore one around my chin the entire time. Yeah. No one said a word to us. Nope. I, I I don't think they care. Like you just straight up walked onto the bus there for the Apollo without one on. Yeah, no one said anything to me. Yeah, I, I think they're just done. I think they're everyone is just so over it and so done. And these these people, like when I mentioned the um, Sesame Street thing, like who are these people trying to trying to convince? Everyone that wanted to get it beforehand has already gotten it. Who are you trying to convince? Because everyone who hasn't gotten it are people like me and you. The vast majority of them are. So I, I don't know who I don't know what propaganda they're trying to spin. Like, I, look, you can go on my Twitter and find the video of the Sesame Street. Dude, he's creepy. It, it it reminds me of something that you would find in like a North Korea setting or like a Russian setting where there's like this insane propaganda and they're they're targeting the demographic of children. It's creepy. It, it was a little unsettling when I watched it. Um, just the fact that they're trying so hard. It's such a, the, there's so much effort being put into that narrative. And you can tell how fake and how they're like, oh, well, that's so great. You know, the vaccine is a great way to protect you and your family, even though there's no evidence, zero evidence to suggest that it prevents or stops the spread of it. So the whole argument of, oh, well, you'll protect your your elderly, um, you know, um, some grandmother or your immunocompromised family member. Well, there's no evidence to support that, and that's been the long, that's been the long-standing stance on uh, long-standing position of uh, vaccines in general. For me, when it comes to the mask thing, is that if I know a place is going to be strict about it, I just don't go. Otherwise, that's uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, if if they require it, but I don't see anyone following the rules, I don't follow the rules because I'm that kind of person. But here's the difference, though: I don't make a big deal about it. If someone asks me, I'm like, I play dumb. I, I don't lay. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't lay on the floor and cry like a little baby. I don't make a big scene about it like some people do. I just passively resist, and that's what I want everyone else to do. Because, like in L.A. County, this was passed on the fourth, so four days ago, <clears throat> is that the Los Angeles County Council on Wednesday approved the ordinance which will apply to indoor restaurants, bars, gyms, shopping malls, entertainment venues like a movie theater or a sporting place, whatever. Um, They're going to require you to show that you have been vaccinated or a negative test. They're putting the burden on the owners of these establishments to to prove whether or not you have gotten a jab or you're not sick. They're turning – they're not using the police. They're using – they're weaponizing or deputizing everyday random people – into the Stasi to determine whether or not you have gotten your poke, or if, or if you have, uh, or if you have the negative test. They're turning everyone against each other. That's exactly what they're doing. 
And I some of them now there are a lot of crazy folks out there in L.A. who will gladly do the bidding of the state, even though they hate the police, but they'll do their job <laughs> for them, which is hilarious. But if you live in that kind of place, get out. Don't just don't don't even deal with it. Go to Florida. Go to Georgia. You can even go to Texas. But just don't live in a place like that. Don't give them the power to do those things. If the people that like it, if they like getting, you know, just blasted by their government, whatever. Let them have it. But you yourself don't have to do that. And if you can't move, resist. Do everything that you can do to resist it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, uh, I, I think that I think that these these motions going forward are are, are a good thing. Positive. Positive, yeah. Um, we'll see what happens with them. I think that I think it only takes. I think if a state wins, like if Texas were to win, I don't know how like a Georgia or Florida Supreme Court doesn't also find precedent because right, everything's based on precedent, right? We don't, yeah. we don't, we don't, we don't view what the Constitution actually says or the fact that there's no implied powers to the federal government to to do what it's doing right now, um, which is how the federal government works. I know this is civics uh, 101 here, but if it's not expressly granted in the Constitution, they can't do it. And Well, they're, they're basing this off of the emergency powers that OSHA has to do these kinds of things. Well, I'm sorry. OSHA's not, OSHA has, has no authority under right. the Constitution. So it, 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 like all of these federal agencies don't have the power they, they're supposed to have under I the just, implied powers. I would just so wish, I would just love to see a, a restaurant chain or a uh, like a Walmart or something like a big company like that saying, you know what, we'll take that into cooperation, but no. Take it into cooperation. We're not going to do that. Um, was I would there... love to see you actually come in enforcement. Send down the federal agents. Well, they won't actually do that. They'll they won't do use, that. Well, what they'll do is they'll just use the IRS and they'll would... tax at the wazoo. But, but there, I th- there's got there's got to be some clever accountants out there who – can find ways around that. Well, I mean, the Tax IRS is the IRS is going to be the the enforcement because yes, there's not will. enough there's not enough federal agents to go and do door to door on these. But if um, you have a issues. company like I don't know, like a Walmart, they're oh yeah, no. a big enough company like Walmart, they can take the hit, and they know that <sighs> they they know that they can't do that forever. The IRS can't do that forever. So, but and I would I think just, the can't the IRS make it illegal for you to conduct business or the well here's the thing though, but they're right? okay. but, but there again though it's like okay no, no, no. send in the agents no 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 i agree but i'm saying though that you also have other federal agencies like like the sec they, they could halt trading of the walmart stock which is going to send the entire entire economy into turmoil and the entire retail space look i Hey, I, I, I don't. Whenever think... you, if you're large enough and you're a Walmart and you give the and you give the middle finger to, to the state, they're gonna do everything in their power to to put you but back they, in but line. But they can't shut down Walmart though, because so they many can people halt trading. On I, no, I'm not saying they can shut it down. What I'm saying is that they can make it so painful for the for the corporation, not the people who shop the corporation, that they'll bend in line. They'll make it where they where they tax all their revenue. They'll make it where they where they halt trading on the stock market. Where that will send the entire stock into plummeting, destroying the entire wealth of millions of people who will be angry at Walmart saying, just comply, just comply. What are you doing? Just comply. That's how they'll do it. Well, they, they, don't have to send, they don't have to send a single agent to Walmart to right. enforce it. 
that that may or may not happen though but if they were to try to shut down walmart financially uh that would also shut down basically the entire grocery store chain yeah so yeah. i don't i don't think they i don't think they're really going to do that would you have people actually getting on the side of walmart and saying go walmart go cheer if, walmart. if one of the waltons came out and said you know what screw you joe biden not doing it i would i i, I would do anything for them at that point well maybe not anything <laughs> if he came out and said Let, so let's go brandon yes i would yes did you not see this I'm sure he does. <laughs> the The post is uh, Trump prefers the more profane version of "Let's Go Brandon." <laughs> I'm sure he does. So freaky. I'm days. sure he actually does. Oh boy. Well, do you have anything else you wanted to mention and talk about? Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. What that sounds. So, that sounds good. So I've been watching the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Oh yeah. And uh, today they resumed the uh, the proceedings in the trial of uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. And today, the prosecution, the the state, called in their key witness, this uh, Gage Grochrist. I can't pronounce his last name. We'll just go by Gage. Grochrist? I don't know. I I know that's not it. No. Um, Well, let's call him Gross for short. Yeah, he is a gross figure. Um, So anyway, so... This is their. This is the state. The prosecution star witness, right? This is the 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 lone survivor, as CBS I think called him, uh, from the Kyles. Uh, uh, um, <clears throat> the the he was a third person that he shot. That was the he uh, pretty wounded him pretty bad, and that was kind of the pictures that I saw were kind of pretty pretty graphic, because he basically shot his arm off. Basically, um, good aim on Kyle's part. Um, but anyway, what is going on here? Anyway, um, you're struggling with the microphone there, yeah. Joe. So, uh, so the, the prosecution spent, I don't know, about an hour and a half going through this guy's background about how he was a, going to school to be a paramedic and how he had took the oath very seriously of do no harm. And they spent so much of what they do in court is just a waste of time. Uh, can you just get to the point already? Why are you spending four hours going over just absolute nonsense? Like, <laughs> like after um, the, uh, the testimony of Gage, uh, after that, they brought in this, this lady who does uh, um, firearms, uh, uh, testing and whatnot is for for this for investigation investigation stuff. I forget the technical term for it, but the, the only reason why they brought her in is to just basically give an account of how uh, they can trace how how they can trace empty spent shell casings back to the original gun. It's like yeah, we all know this, and they spent like forty five minutes going through that. I'm like this is this is a waste of time. Yeah, we know, and so much of Gage's testimony was just a waste of time. Like, we know, like, who cares how long it took you to go through school and if you made friends, whether or not in class, whatever. Like, this is nonsense. So that's why these things drag out for weeks anyway. But anyway, <clears throat> so Gage is, test- is testifying that uh, the prosecution's asking questions about, you know, have you, you know, you're a paramedic, you have been licensed. Uh, to, be, to be a paramedic, you were out there to just render aid to people who have, were um, being shot at by the police with rubber bullets and whatnot, and he actually rendered aid to someone like who got shot by a pepper bullet, a rubber bullet, whatever. 
And so they spent an hour and a half just building up his moral character, how he's a moral, upstanding individual, and how he was just brutally attacked by Kyle, who was... And the, the picture that they painted was that Kyle was the one who was causing the problems there. Not Rosenbaum, not the other Joker who hit him over the head with a skateboard, not the people who were trying to grab his gun and chase him down the street. No, not those people. Kyle was the one who was causing the problems. We'll get to that in a little bit. So they go through what happened that night, and the prosecution is asking questions. Okay, well, did you point a gun at Kyle? And he's like, well, no, I didn't. Were you chasing Kyle? Well, no, I wasn't. Did you point, you know, did you uh, ever have a gun out in your hand? Well, no, not no, I really didn't. Were you uh <clears throat> were you afraid for your life? Oh, yes, I was. All of this stuff, right? Here's the <laughs> then the defense gets up. And it's it's a it's an absolute bloodbath. I'm trying to play golf today <clears throat> while I'm listening to this and I, I I'm bending over laughing so hard because this is just it was a bloodbath. So the defense gets up and they start asking him questions about that night. And turns out, as other people have done research on this, that uh, he does, he was a paramedic at one time, but his license expired in 2017. So he was out there giving aid without a license, which I mean, I'm not. Well, I'm not, I'm not necessarily against no. that, but it doesn't, it doesn't go to prove that you're a credible person. And also, it, it also turns out. That the guy who says he would do no harm, the guy that says he would never take a life, the guy that said that he would never shoot anybody, also had a concealed carry on this in the small of his back. And also, to the detriment of this gauge guy, his concealed carry license expired the year prior. Now, I don't think it's a crime to carry a concealed carry weapon without your, the little plastic car that says you can. I think all that's rubbish. But again, that's the law in the state, and that's the law in the book. So, you know, if you're going to go, you know, that's the law. No, the consequence is if you're going to break it, basically. Right. Not saying that they're justified or they're right, but but just know what you're getting yourself into. Right. Not, I don't agree with it, but, you know, th- 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 this is the situation we live in. And <clears throat> so that, that turns out to be true. And it's like, well, dude, if you would never shoot someone, if you would never take the life of another, why do you even have a gun? Why? Why would you carry a gun? Mm. Doesn't go to prove that you're that's, that you're, that you're the saintly I mean, figure. If he carried it for self defense and he carried it, just but he to... said that he would never shoot anybody. He would never take the life of another. Oh well, then that's. I mean, I look okay. So not to give him not to defend anything, but I would personally never say that. But if if in a self defense situation, that's a little different. Not to say that's just what he meant. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, so he gave an emotional testimony on how, you know, the only reason why he pulled his gun because he thought that Kyle was an active shooter, even though in his statement he said that he would never take the life of another, that he would do no harm. It's tattooed on his right bicep, do no harm. Why, do you ha- why are you carrying a gun? And furthermore... Why are you chasing someone who you think is an active shooter? Why are you following him? Why did you why did you take it upon yourself to intervene in this action? You're supposed to be there rendering aid, not judge and jury. So the the pro, the defense is, is asking him more questions. 
and the the uh, the pro- the prosecution is saying was saying well you had your hands up when Kyle was pointing his gun at you weren't you and he's like well yeah I was he contradicted himself because when because Jacob I want you to play the video all right because I, I want you to hear I want everyone to hear this because this I, I was I was pounding the steering wheel on my golf cart when I heard this play it this could be an ad watch it be an ad oh gosh you should have played this beforehand. Uh, it's over in three, two, one. Play it. That's a photo of you, yes? Yes. Okay. Um, that's Mr. Rittenhouse? Correct. Okay. Now, you'd agree your firearm is pointed at Mr. Rittenhouse, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and once your firearm is pointed at Mr. That's when he fires his gun. Yes? No. Sir, look, I don't want to... Does this look like right now your arm is being shot? That looks like my bicep being vaporized, yes. Okay. And it's being vaporized as you're pointing your gun directly at him. Yes? Yes. Okay, so... When you were standing three to five feet from him with your arms up in the air, he never fired. Right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired. Right? Correct. It's over, folks. The only reason why Kyle shot the three people that he shot is because they were attacking him. He shot the one guy, Rosenbaum, over at the car source place because he was trying to grab his gun. He shot at the other guy who tried to decapitate him, as the defense says, with a skateboard, attacking him. And he shot this guy because he pointed a gun at him. You don't point a gun at something unless you intend to kill or destroy it. So when someone's pointing a gun at you, and you have no idea what their intentions are, you have every right to act in your self-defense to blow them away. Because pointing a gun at someone is an act of, of, is an act of aggression. Violence. It's an and act if, of violence, act of aggression. And if you are trying to take someone's gun away, you are, you are also considered armed at that point. Yes. So the guy who reached for his gun was considered armed when, when Kyle shot him. So this case is over. It is yeah. beyond a reasonable doubt in my mind, and I'm just some Monday morning quarterback, whatever, know-nothing kid from Georgia. You can clearly see that Kyle acted in self-defense. He is admitting to the fact that he was acting in self-defense. This, the star witness from the, pro, from the prosecution just blew it up. He gave it away. You should see the fat guy. The, um, the, one, the, the one prosecutor, the, Phil, the state the, of prosecutor. The, the, the Philip Seymour Hirsch-looking guy. Face-palming because he knows it's over. It's over. The uh, Binger, the, the, the lead prosecutor uh, for the state, when this happens, you can see it in his face. He knows it's over. I don't know how a juror looks at this count. Okay, so I'm 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 assuming they're gonna they're gonna have the different counts separately as far as the different uh, the two people he killed and then this um this uh, Gage guy Gage Gross. Um, I I don't know how a juror sits there and it's like he only fired after a gun was pointed in his face. How do I? How is this attempted murder at this point? And how are we not getting this guy? Yeah, for attempted murder, he just admitted that he pointed a gun at a kid's face, and and 
someone acted in self-defense. Uh, I mean, that's a clear case for him to be put on trial and for he, this. He actually he lied to the officers who were getting his statement. Yeah, he had said that he had told multiple officers that he dropped his firearm, never which happened. he never did because well, even after he got shot, he's after. still holding it in his hand. Yeah, there was photos after whenever he's whenever he you can see the giant the the, the wound in his arm. And he's sitting there still holding his Glock, whatever he was carrying. Uh, it's it, it's this is beyond over. I think that Tim Pool did a great job, kind of covering this little bit. I saw somebody else had a had a bit of uh, on Twitter when they when they were covering this. But it's it, folks, this this case is over. Um, I would not be surprised if tomorrow the judge comes in and says I'm dropping this or I'm acquitting or it, whatever. I've seen enough to know that that there's no reason to proceed further in this trial. And the the only thing that the the people can say that the media can say was the judge has been too favorable to the defense. Well, I don't see how else you can't because after everything that we have seen, after after the the the, the prosecution has just fumbled the football from the word go, everything about this has been just a just just total miscarriage of just not justice but of just due diligence on their part to actually do a good job. And again, I'm not a lawyer. I don't. I, I know nothing about the legal system, but I can tell when someone's, you know, fumbling the football. I can tell that they really don't have a case because they don't. And I do think it is. Um, this is not like one of those issues where, um, and, and and other high-profile shootings, whether it's a police officer or whatever, um, where there's there's little to no body camera, there's little to no. It's all just. Um, it's the the testimony of the uh, witnesses, and there's really no hard evidence. There's no video evidence of this. The whole every incident that happened of him is on camera. Mm-hmm. You can go look it up. There's a New York Times article that that breaks all of the footage down. They piece it together into one continuous clip. You can see everything that happened. You can make you can make your own decision there. And if you have, if every instance that he acted or he initiated aggression. Or he responded to it, sorry, responded to aggression is because he was first initiated. Somebody attacked him first. And you could say, oh, well, it was a skateboard. He had the right to die. Well, maybe you shouldn't be swinging lethal objects, which if you got hit, I'm not going to just say there. If you got hit with, with, the, with the trucks and the wheels of a skateboard across the head, that can knock somebody out. That, that at that hurt. point is a lethal object. He could have had a flagpole. Or, or any sort of other blunt object. Once you go in with the intent, the, the, the intent to harm somebody, you are acting aggression. And that other person has every right to respond in yeah. any way they see fit to defend themselves. Well, the people that say, well, he shouldn't have shot the guy with the skateboard, do me a favor. Go take a skateboard, and I'm not recommending this. Go take a skateboard or a baseball bat to a police officer and see what happens to you. But not even that. Just go to any stranger on the side of the street and, and hold a skateboard like you're intending to hit somebody with it, and you'll see what happens. You'll get dropped, and rightfully so. Um, I, 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 I don't know where else the, the prosecution can go from here. Well, and the defense hasn't even stepped up and done their case yet. They're supposed to do that, what, next the end of the week or next week? Well, he, he, the, the interesting thing was going to happen is that right before they were going to break for lunch, uh, the, um, the defense attorney was going to bring up the fact that uh, Gage's roommate, who he allegedly had said that the only regret he had that night was not emptying his magazine into Kyle. Now, it's a little bit of hearsay. Gage, of course, denied it. But before we went to lunch, he was about to ask that question. And judge was like, all right, we got we got to stop. We got to take a break. So there's that cliffhanger. So the yeah. jury comes back into the room wondering whether or not if he had said that, 
you know, what's, you know what the funny thing is? While they were debating with the judge if they could ask the question or not, the defense attorney drops the bombshell that his roommate is subpoenaed to testify later in the week. So we'll know Boom, we'll, we'll know for a fact whether or not he actually said that. And knowing bombshell. knowing Gage's past and knowing what a smug SOB he is, I can guarantee you he said that. And what we, we don't we won't know if the um if his roommate will actually say whether or not because he doesn't want to get in trouble or whatever. Well, who knows? But looking into but you know what's also funny is that not only did uh did this gauge guy, you know, get shot by Kyle, but he also has a lawsuit against the city of Kenosha. For guess how much? Just guess. Quite a bit. Ten million dollars. And the, the defense brought this up at the, at the beginning of their uh, cross-examination, I think it's called. And he, the defense asked, well, you know, if Kyle gets convicted of murder, that looks pretty good for your civil lawsuit case, doesn't it? And, of course, the, the prosecution's objection, Your Honor, whatever. And the, 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 the obvious answer is yes. So he has ulterior motives behind him to this. He's an opportunist, right? This guy's a part of the People's Republic or the People's Revolution, whatever, one of those organizations that, you know, uh, you know, you know those status organizations, whatever. Um, he spoke at several of the rallies. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like an Antifa kind of thing, I think, from what I understand. Um... Let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, it's a loaded gun. Okay, this article is so long. Where is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's called The People's Revolution and is a medic. He's part of The People's Revolution. And I guess they're like an Antifa kind of group or whatever. Um, yeah. And, you know, given, you know, he had said long live the revolution and things like that. I can guarantee it's not the revolution that Jacob and I would like to see. It's much different. And you can look at him and tell that he's kind of of that crowd because just the way he looks. And I'm not not disparagingly, but you can just tell how people look, you know, sometimes what, what kind of groups they're a part of. But the fact that he has a civil lawsuit basically pending because I, I, I honestly don't understand why the, the – prosecution didn't object to this but when they were going in when the defense was going into whether or not the reason why that i think got pushed back is to to see what happens with the the kyle case is because you know if if the kyle case goes the way that they want it looks very good for his civil lawsuit case and it's like wow you guys didn't object to that questioning it's like wow so yeah um you know kyle didn't do anything wrong if you want to say that he shouldn't have been there, well, neither should have Gage, neither should have the dropkick man, neither should have the skateboard guy, neither should have Rosenbaum. None of them should have been there. None of the protesters should have been there. So that's not an argument. If you want to say he was too young, well, there is there is a exemption for 17-year-olds in that state to carry a long gun without the a supervision of an adult. Don't You don't have anything not an there. Argument there. Not an either, argument no. there. There were other people, you know, if you want to say, well, well, if you want to convict him on a gun charge, well, you can also convict Gage Grosskritz on a gun charge as well, because he was, quote-unquote, unlawfully carrying a concealed firearm. So, in my mind, unless there's some funny business going on with the jury selection, or the jury has just been, is, is potentially being so tainted by the media, because they're, you know, looking at articles online, even though they're not supposed to, 
if they're seeing the the uh, with if they're just reading you know CBS who they call Gage the lone survivor if they're reading all the trash that's been written about this uh, and they convict him it will this 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 means so much this is the biggest uh, biggest case in the last several decades is because there's so much is pending on this as far as self defense and Kyle has to go free like it has to happen not only, not because, not just because he's innocent. But because there's so much going, there's so much pending on this that he has to walk. So I don't know. I I I I I'm so glad that I have Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. So you can watch all the so trials. I, so I can watch the trial because if if you watch the live stream just from the courtroom, it's hard to understand what's really going on because you know how lawyers are. They use really technical talk and there there's so much that goes on in a courtroom that's very technical as far as legal wise it's hard to cut through all the jargon but if you watch it with a live commentary from actual criminal defense lawyers who can make it a lot easier to understand that's so much more helpful and that's what i that's what i did all day today <laughs> and in fact at, at seven o'clock there's two lawyers who are going to talk about what happened today and what a, just just a just oh my gosh just what a, a complete dismantling of your star witness that today was. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I, I think I think he's gonna go free. I really I really hope he goes free. And I think this judge is an old like from what I, from what I understand from what all these uh, lawyers are telling me that this judge has been very favorable to the defense objections. He's been very favorable to the to the defense. That you know, it wouldn't surprise them if it goes to a, um, uh, I forget, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's basically where the judge can say, "All right, we've seen enough here. Jury, go into deliberation and let's get this over with," because you know, it, it's it's painfully obvious at this point, and I, I can't stand the folks like the Young Turks who are saying that Kyle is out there with the intent to murder. Come on, we know this isn't true. But that's the state we live in right now. Is that it doesn't really matter what the facts are, what actually what actually happens, is that they will spin it one way or the other. So, I don't know. I I I, I kind of I'm a little hesitant to call Kyle a hero. But he did the right thing. He he was out there to defend his community. He was out there the day before to help clean up after the first night of riots and destruction. He was trying to stop a fiery dumpster being pushed towards a gas station. He was attacked by people that meant him no that meant him harm. He was just trying to do the right thing and he responded the way people should respond. If you attack me, if you try to reach for my gun, if you try to beat me over the head with a skateboard, if you try to point a loaded gun at me, I'm sorry you have forfeited your right to live at that point. If you attack someone for no good reason, other than, well, I disagree with you or whatever. I'm sorry, but you, you have forfeited your right to live at that point. And there's really no defense for that. The, the first guy that he shot had just been released from a mental hospital, and he threw a bag of something at him. Kyle has no idea what's in that bag. The guy said, I'm going to F you up or something like that. And he tried to, he, he grabbed his gun. I'm sorry, but if you try to grab my gun... I mean, what am I? What, what what are you supposed to do? Just let someone take your gun away from you? If you if someone takes a if someone takes a gun for away from you, what do you think the chances of what do you think the chances of are 
if them train that gun on you? Probably pretty high. Because if they're chasing you, trying to take your gun away, I can guarantee you they're not trying to, they don't have your best interests at heart. I can guarantee you that. Or if they're chasing you with a gun, I can guarantee you they don't have your best interests at heart. So, seeing Kyle's reaction when Gage admitted the fact that he, the only reason why he blew his arm off was because he had pointed a gun at him, basically just forfeiting the whole prosecution's case, he, he grabbed his face like he was crying because he knew that the chances of him getting off are pretty high right now. The chances of him going, getting off, you know, being acquitted are pretty high right now. And it's, it's important for public opinion you don't show emotion in the courtroom because that can be twisted a million different ways by the media and especially by the jury. But it's, it's hard not to show emotion there that you, know, you, are, you are being validated that you did nothing wrong. And there's no way that the jury didn't see that, but, but there's also no way the jury didn't see the fat lawyer who basically did a facepalm knowing that the fact that they had just lost. There's no way they didn't see that. I, I don't I don't I don't remember seeing what the judge's reaction, but I'm sure the judge was like, "Dang, <laughs> I didn't expect that." And the, just the smugness, just the the smirks that that Gage was giving off. Just and every time he went to make a point, he looked over at the jury, like staring them down. Like this is just so awkward. Yeah. So. Oh man, it, it's gonna be a. Uh... It'll be interesting. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I think, I mean, they're out. They're, they're not deliberating anymore right now. No, they all, they've um, all gone home. But I, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it'll be good. A L- little, little bit nervous for him. I just hope that, uh, hope that he, uh, I mean, I hope, hope that he gets out. Because I think, I think this is going to be a big telling of what happens with, uh, um, with self-defense cases going forward. Yeah, I think it's going to be a real taller for that. Um, as far as people, you know, you mentioned, you know, so or, you know, um, immortalizing him or you know, holding him as a hero, and you can you you can say he's a hero because he defended himself. That's the way I look at it. Um, the fact that he was able to, to to neutralize three assailants with control, poise, and not harming any innocent bystanders is pretty impressive um, for someone his age. So, you know. Kudos, kudos yeah. to that. I think it was really cool. Um, we'll see where this goes forward, and we'll see um, what happens there. Um, anything else? Final thoughts? I, I had one thing that I wanted to mention um, before we get before we get rolling here. Do it. So I'm working on some articles for the Substack. So um, the great return. Yeah. So. Friday's episode uh, there wasn't a Friday episode last week I do apologize but there will be one this Friday and I'm going to talk about uh, whatever the news is obviously whatever's going on there might be some baseball news I'm going to talk about but I'm talking about what I am doing personally going forward um, giving everybody kind of a week's a week heads up for um, for people to I don't know transition as far as if you follow what I write on certain um, platforms, and then I'm writing an article um, that's going to detail that further that I actually might debut uh, on Friday and then um, read from and talk from as well and kind of reference from. So that'll be good. 
Uh, I'm really excited. It's going to be a very different uh, lifestyle change for myself, but it is going to be for the better. And I just making I'm going to make sure that I go on the record to clarify my position on um said topic and make sure that no one I'm not making sure I'm not calling anybody out. My is my biggest thing. Making sure I'm not. Uh, singling anybody out because I'm not uh, I'm just letting you guys know what the article that I'm writing heading up I'm working on one right now about Veterans Day spoiler alert for those that read the, the Memorial Day article it's gonna be very similar to the Memorial Day article but maybe a different context because Veterans Day is celebrating those that are still living versus um, the latter which is or the former which is uh, those who uh, have died so a little bit different context and I'm also going to mention uh in that article, it may be on the, the podcast on Friday, Veterans Day, and then I recently am about to finish a book on Samuel Adams, which I have thoroughly enjoyed, because um, that guy, look, I know that based is a very cringy term that the liberty movement uses, and I kind of like it, because it's just, we, 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 all, we all know it's cringe, but you're talking about a man that was as based as it gets, Samuel Adams was it, dude, he, uh, credited as the father. I mean, he he would never say that he was the father of the American Revolution, but he really was the spark that started the revolution towards um, more self-governance. And I think everything that's happened since um, 1776, everything that's happened since uh, his uh, fight against um, the state and against the crown uh, is a little disrespectful for all the for basically dedicating your entire life towards um, fighting against um, taxation and fighting against oppression from the state because he uh, was very much against that and uh, also for civil protests and uh, peaceful protests he fought heartily against um, acts of violence which I will talk about when I talk about the book. Uh, but I really did enjoy it. I think that everyone, if you if you love American history and you love especially the revolutionary time period of this nation, which is one, this honestly is my favorite part of the country's history. I love learning about the the revolutionary because I think that there was something genuine, honest, and good in the attitudes of the people back then. They just wanted to be left the heck alone. And as far as a federal government goes, as far as any government went back then, they really just wanted somebody to protect them, and that was really just about it. So kind of more of a minarchist position, which I think that if you have that, the the pathway towards anarchy is way easier. But I think that there was the there there was a an attitude of just just leave me alone, just let me live my life, just don't. Why are you taxing the goods that I'm bringing and I'm selling? Leave me alone. There was that attitude with them, and they, you know, the, the random people, all different backgrounds came together and fought the greatest military force of the time and won. So I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, um, it, it's really good though. I'd recommend it to anyone. I will. I don't have the title. I think it's called Samuel Adams, the Father of the American Revolution. It's the title of the book. Uh, but I really did enjoy it. I'm, I'm all, I got like three chapters left in it, and then I will talk about that. Maybe this will be a whole Veterans Day. I'm, I'm tying in everything about Samuel Adams. It's going to be weird, but I'm tying all that into Veterans Day. It's going to be cool. You've got to enjoy it. Well, that'll be interesting. Um, um, 
it'll it'll be there'll be little like, uh, references and new like, like Trump said, I'll leave you in suspense. Let's end it there. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone for watch for watching for listening. If you watched this, I want to know how because that's, that's pretty impressive. That's kind of that's some scary stuff there. Uh, well, Jacob, Jacob will be here on Friday. I'll be back on. We'll, be, we'll both be back on Monday. Um, be sure to check out the stuff that's coming up here in the short while. Follow uh, Yokoba on the the. What? Okay, go 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 ahead, and I have one more thing I'm gonna talk. Follow about. Jakub on the, uh, the the twitters and whatnot. Send the show an email, uh, like, subscribe, uh, join the website, become a follow Patreon member. On follow Spotify and Apple yes. Music if you listen um, there. Wherever you wherever you listen, follow it. That's how you get you know, updates the on the show. Join the website and uh, oh yeah, buy a t-shirt please. They're um, cool. They're really cool t-shirts, right, and they're they're thing, high quality. Okay, we gotta go. Okay, so um. Scheduling change that may be happening. I I will talk about it more. I'm gonna leave everyone in, in suspense. No, oh, yes. On this, but I need to talk to you about a possible scheduling because something in my life has radically changed, um, as far as career wise. So that may impact the show on Fridays. Well, let's take that into chambers, and then we will we'll... take that into into cooperation, yeah. and we will deliver it. But I just want to let you guys know that there might be something changing on Fridays because my uh, schedule has changed and it coincides with yours actually so we might be able to do a joint Friday well let, let, let's not let's not lead the witness I'm here. just, let's just I'm, end just, it there. I'm just leading the witness uh, objection flag on the play <laughs> Whatever. all right, end it. All right guys see you guys later bye we got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot.